The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to Are You Afraid Freak Show, the unofficial American Horror Story Freak Show internet radio show exclusively on Poppy Chulo Radio. Today is Monday, November 10th, 2014, and I'm your host, Poppy Chulo. Here on Are You Afraid Freak Show, we're going to recap, review, and dissect the latest episode of the Hit FX series. We're also going to deliver directly to you the biggest news regarding American Horror Story Freak Show. Allow me to welcome you to Poppy Chulo's Cabinet of Curiosities of Freaks and Geeks. First up, he's got a face for radio, but television? Are you kidding? That is, until he started singing that Life on Mars song, and he got egged by the crowd. I guess he forgot about Jim Morrison. It's deadly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I had, I had a rough go of it, man. I yeah, still you really did. Though. I still love me some Elsa, though. There you go. I got popcorn in my face. Exactly. That's not all you got on your face. (laughs) Ow. (laughs) Next up, last week her mama got Gitchy Got. This week she's got a bad wig. It's our very own Precious. And no, we're not talking about what Jonathan Perkins is talking about. (laughs) It's Cat's Meow. Oh, man. You fucking asshole. <laughs> Your mama got get you got. I was laid. I was laid. My fucking hair was laid. It was Remy, bitch. Don't it, you ever it was forget. Barbazon, baby. Forget that my mom put the LaBelle and LaBelle. Don't you ever forget. Yes. And she got what she got. Get you got, Have baby. Y'all. Next up, he loves dancing around in his underwear with a little blood on, and of course he's dancing around to LaBelle. It's Prince Rico Suave. Oh, oh, damn. I had to be down like that, but what's going on, everybody? Oh, fucking in my underwears? Oh, I didn't get that. (laughs) He's just now getting it, everybody. I still still don't get it. uh, Even when it happened, I didn't get it. Those undies had a back door. Did you see those undies? What was that? No, that's how they used to make undies in the 50s. Oh, okay. Ew. Like, damn. Like, Ew. It's like extra padding for the skin marks or something. Okay. But whatever. No, oh. they used to do that shit because they had to go out into the outhouses and it would be cold. So it was a flat <laughs> for them to, like, do their business without taking their clothes off. Can you imagine the shit stains? Oof. Ew. <laughs> Didn't we talk about that last Well, you, Yeah, you should know. Your mom was the one that was cleaning them. <laughs> no, that's about having shit don't you put that on me yeah and last but not least he's got three titties and uh 
<laughs> Why are you already laughing? <laughs> Let me do my introduction. <laughs> and last but not least, he's got three titties, and he got his chance with the lobster boy, but hold up, wait a minute, that's not a dick, that's a clit! It's Jonathan Perkins. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think he got it. <laughs> Hello, everyone. That was very amusing. Um, I laughed out loud. When he had blood on his hands? No. I laughed out loud um, at the joke. Oh, okay. That's good. I'm glad you did. <laughs> I don't know what to say. L O L. Exactly. That's that's appropriate, Deadly. Okay, so let's jump into the show. We're gonna first start off outside of the main tent in the side show, and we're gonna discuss some of the interesting news that has come out recently in regards to American Horror Story Freak Show. And there's been a lot of casting scoops, so I just wanted to shoot out uh, the names of some people that we can expect during the last, um, the second half of the season. And uh, it's been announced that Neil Patrick Harris is going to be having an arc during the last couple of episodes his husband uh, david burtka is going to be guest starring in the actual season finale and probably the biggest news and uh the exciting news is that lily rabe the actress who has been in every season so far she played um the um the the head of the house uh, the, the the doctor's wife in um the first season, the one that died, shot herself. That bitch was always crying. The one that was always crying. Yes. During the second season, she was, of course, our favorite possessed nun. And then in the third season, she was our Stevie Nicks loving witch bitch. Stevie Nicks obsessed. Yes. Not fan. She was a stan. Yes, she really was. And so she's actually going to be coming back, not as a new character, but she's going to be reprising her role as nun, Sister Mary Eunice, who was featured in the Asylum season. Now, this, uh, of course, is taking place before everything that occurred in Asylum, so she's not going to be demonically possessed. But it seems that we're going to see how our very own Pepper went to the Asylum. And uh, with the, the news of this coming out well just a fyi everybody uh rabe is going to be appearing in the 10th episode which is going to be the big winter uh finale cliffhanger that's going to occur in december and um ryan murphy announced that apparently all of the seasons are connected and this is that or the other and they're all a part of like the same universe for lack of a better word so knowing that Ooh, now well, this is like the twilight zone Apparently. So knowing that, does that make people excited? Because now maybe you'll notice little things that are like, oh, okay, well, I guess that's why this happened in Murder House. Or I guess that's why this happened in Asylum or in Coven, that kind of thing. Does that make you excited? Or is that like, really? So they're all connected? I thought they were all going to be individual seasons. Right? Like, I get it. That's kind of cool. But like, because like, uh, Wes Craven did that. He always had like little things that connected from his movies from Nightmare on Elm Street to Scream. Um, So he always had little, like, Easter eggs and stuff in there. So it's not uncommon, but this is, like, a series. And the series, like, it's just, there's different 
plots every season. So to try to connect them, it's kind of cool, but it, it just gets annoying because they're all supposed to be their own entity, I guess. I agree with that. Like, that's how I saw it. They're all supposed to be their own thing. You should be able to jump in at any moment and just go with the flow. Now I feel like people are going to look for the connections and then try to watch it in order of the connections. So you're kind of making it a reason for people to try to find the order for this, like for the series. And I kind of liked how you were straying away from that. I kind of just liked the if they just left it as an Easter egg. Like, even if they just put her character in and let, you know, the fans figure it out, that would have been a whole lot better than, you know, telling us that she's coming back as her reprising role. You know what I mean? But you had to have seen it coming because Pepper. Well, definitely. We, like, we all made there's that There's not a whole lot of pinheads out there. But and then the, as soon as I saw her, I was like, I knew they're going to do something to connect the second season with those. Well, this one because they're around the same time. And does anyone ever remember them saying something about possible UFOs uh, or abductions or something like that in this season? Well, there was. I remember that in the second season they did the UFO. Pepper got um, abducted. But I, I think I remember hearing something about they're going to do it again this season. Like, uh, I think it was maybe a, a year ago when they were still doing, like, Coven, and they were in talks of this season, like, for the fourth season. And I think they were... Does anyone remember that? For some reason, I remember you telling me that, Poppy. Well, uh, what we discussed, I think it was maybe in, the, in a couple episodes ago, that uh, everyone's sort of thinking that there's going to be some sort of UFO Area 51 theme for next season. Oh, maybe. Well, even if it happens, maybe they abduct Salt first, the other pinhead, and then you know come back for Pepper in season two. Dudley, yeah. are you excited about more Pepper and more crazy nuns from Asylum? Well, you know I love me some Pepper, but yeah, Ryan Murphy just meatloaf, up, man. Oh yeah, meatloaf, <laughs> meatloaf. But Ryan Murphy, just be quiet. You know, just let us. I don't know he kind of just makes the audience like maybe kind of acts like we're kind of dumb. I think we can figure stuff out. Just, just write your episodes and let us, you know, think what we want to think, man. It's kind of like spoiling a good book, man. Telling us what it's about. Just let me, like, digest it, ingest it, whatever you call it, man. Exactly, like Jim Morrison. Exactly, man. There you go. Um, mm-hmm. I, I have to disagree with all the others um, you here. May. Oh, um, David, David I, I love that they're saying it's possibly, or it is, one universe. Because I love to see characters cross over into uh, different seasons or different stories. Because sometimes you miss characters. You'd be like, oh my god, I wonder how this character would be if they were in this season or if they were in this story. It kind of reminds me of uh, the Marvel universe. Um... Like I, I know everything that everything is damn near connected in some shape or form. Yes, like and they have it, so many crossovers. But that's, but this, that's, I don't know. It it reminds me of that because, uh, you know, they had because um, a lot of people were confused about that because of the movies and people who weren't familiar with the comics. You know, they were confused about if it was one universe or not because so many crossovers. But I just love the idea. 
I love it. Even though I jumped into this um, show in season three, what was the season a uh, coven for? Three. Three. When I jumped in, it was uh, season three. But I'm glad to hear that it's um, gonna. It's it's one universe. I I like that idea a lot. Interesting. So Jonathan Perkins, are you confirming that Elsa is the She-Hulk? Uh, <laughs> no. They said that girl from from Law and Order and Rizzoli and Isles was trying to get that role or something like that. <laughs> okay, so you don't think you don't think Elsa's got it? No. Now uh, Jessica Lange could play a uh, older uh, Emma Frost. She could be the Diamond you Queen. Stop. The Diamond. She's the Diamond Princess. Diamond Princess. Yeah. Oh, that's Trina. <laughs> that's Trina. <laughs> the the White Queen. The White Queen of the of the. I forgot what. The, the Diamond Princess, was. starring Jessica Lange as Trina. Yeah, but no. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay, let's move out of the sideshow because this is just going to devolve into something else. And let's enter the big top and let's shine a spotlight on the MVP of the week. Who's the most valuable player for this week's episode, Pink Cupcakes? We'll start off with uh, Miss Kitty. That lady with the three boobies. Desiree Dupree. Yeah, I like that they didn't waste my time. I'm not saying that her character isn't valuable because I do like Angela Bassett. But her, like, I like how they, like, she just really quickly told her, like, her story. And I was like, oh, snap. Okay, like, okay, that's about you. And I'm happy they didn't go into any flashbacks. And then when she said, what about my dangling? That shit was so fucking funny. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could get that as a like a text notification. Just be like, "What about my dangling?" <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> but I like that. Um, I like that. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's a tie because you know I do like um, my Butch Queen Kathy Bates as Homegirl as what was it, Darling Ethel Darling. Mm-hmm. Is she gay for I, pay? Is she a gay for pay bitch? Is she gay for pay bitch? <laughs> yes, my silver haired fox. She, um, I liked how she showed compassion because when she was like, you leaving? And she was like, I don't have to if you don't want me to. Like, and knowing damn well, like, they don't like each other. Like, I thought and that. And the fact cool. that your, your son's the one that put her in the hospital. Exactly. Like, like no. she was like, I'm mad. She was like, I think lobster hole. I think lobster boy poked a hole in me. And it's just like, <laughs> you realize what you're saying in front of Ethel's. Your son felt damn near fingered me to death. <laughs> keep in mind, I'm married. Keep in mind, I'm married to his dad. <laughs> like it's just like holy shit. Like, but I liked it. That was my favorite person. Jonathan Perkins. Oh, uh, it's me next. Oh, um. I like to spice yes. it up. Yes. Oh my gosh, uh, I was caught off guard. Um, God, I didn't even think about MVP. Oh, who do I think is the most valuable player? I kind of switched over to, I'm, I'm going to go where the power is. I'm going to say Elsa. Wow. And I'm going to say Elsa because. Wow. She seems like you're she's... lying, Jonathan Perkins. You just want to get closer to deadly. That's what you're saying. <laughs> Elsa, you think you're what? so fucking sweet. Like, that's the only thing that you're saying, Elsa. Right. Well, it's all right. 
I'm catch me out. Oh my god, girl! I already gave him Jimmy. What else does he want? <laughs> Goodness. But I, I will tell you this, Dudley. Mm-hmm. You can, you can have Jimmy, but his hands belong to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's I just right. wanted to point that out. <laughs> but yeah, I I want um I'm going to go where the power is and it seems like Elsa is the the big wig in in the season or is she the big wig in all seasons? It seems like she's been the lead actress in this whole Not series. in the first one. Oh, she okay. Cuz at the end of it, if you think about it, she she was the only one left alive and she had the baby like she wanted. So, she ran that shit. Okay, so I'm just gonna say that um, that Elsa is an MVP player. Oh, right now. Yeah, yeah, because she, you know, she. I, I don't know. It seems like she plotting some She's shit. Kobe. Yeah. She been plotting. She been plotting. <laughs> Prince Rico Suave. Um, uh, my MVP. Well, seeing as Twisty's gone, boo hoo. I'm so sad about that. Um. I guess my MVP for this one, I'm going with Dot. Like, yo, <laughs> she kept himself, she kept them alive. <laughs> like, yo, I go back and forth with Bet and Dot. I like them as a character overall, but as the two of them, I always switch on which one I like every single week. And this is Dot's week. This is MVP for Dot. All right, now, Mr. Dead Lee, are you watching your figure as well? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just had some Taco Bell, so I'm definitely not doing that. <laughs> but but uh, you know what? Since Jonathan's repping my girl, at least she's got repped this week. So uh, Ooh, gonna, that means it's not Elsa this week. No, no, I'm gonna go. Stop with, the presses! Stop the presses! I'm going with the strong man. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? Yeah, because, yeah, because what? I I really liked how huh? he uh, in the in the bar how he just kind of broke it down and. He's he's such a strong man, but then he's so sensitive, and he kind of I kind of reminded he reminded me uh, of myself. Oh, I, I, ooh, really? I thought I knew you were gonna say he reminded. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know I about that, but I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah, but, because he was so sensitive, and he just he just wanted no, some he love. He wanted some love, and he is he, controlling and manipulative. Like no, I'm no, happy. I'm happy he was like so. Like <laughs> I'm pretty sure like the prostitute was like so. Either pay up for ten more minutes or get the fuck out of here. Like we this isn't love. Like you be out the door faster than I can wipe my dick off, girl. Like he's what? He, and twenty bucks. Twenty bucks is pretty cheap. I guess it's back there. in the day. That's the back in the day though. That's back in the day is a lot of money. Twenty dollars mm. to go in the back alley. I know. That's a mm. lot but of money, guys. It was a lot of money back then, though. Twenty dollars yeah. for some that yeah. was like a hundred dollars back then. Twenty dollars? Yes. For real. For real, for real. Like Girl, gas gas like gas in the seventies was like twenty five cents a gallon. So you could imagine how how far a dollar went back he then. Was balling. I bet he felt like Malcolm Moore. Like I bet that was Malcolm Moore's cousin. <laughs> like I bet he was just like, I'm popping tags with my twenty dollars. Yeah, so I'm Poppy, just, Poppy, the strong mad. man, strong man, strong man in the gay bar. That's Bam! I'm mm. just mad that he fell in love with a hoe, though. I couldn't believe it. That caught me off guard. Hobos need love too. 
Oh, they do about uh, to turn the hoe into a housewife, deadly. <laughs> <laughs> even, yeah. even, even. I know you don't fall in love with a hoe. Shit. But I think, fire. I think Prince Rico Suave knows why Deadly likes the strong man. Oh, why? Right? <laughs> Hashtag Black Cherry. That's <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, I'm lost. I'm. Is this on Twitter? I think I'm gonna have to start tweeting you guys as well. <laughs> Prince Rico Suave is is cracking up. He's not saying it, but he he has figured it out. Deadly. It's in it's in the chat. Oh, okay. I'll check that out. <laughs> Wait, you like the Blancos? What? You like blanc? You like Blanco men? You know white men? You down with the swirl? Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Deadly uh, is down I, with yeah. the swirl. Yes. Yeah. Prince, Prince got that. Prince is right about that. Mm. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Oh. So I'll, let me give my answer before we devolve into lunacy, as if we haven't already. I'm gonna give the MVP to. I'm gonna agree with Cats Meow Desiree Dupree. Why? Because I I, I loved I loved getting to know her this episode, I it was nice because we hadn't really gotten to know Angela Bass's character at all since the second episode that she's been on. I mean, she's only really been like you know in like a little scene here or a little scene there. So it was great getting to know a little bit about Desiree Dupree and to see her as like a strong woman and uh, you know standing up for herself and. Uh, you know, basically claiming the life that she wants to live. Mm. So shout yes. out to Angela Bassett. Yes, we'll get it. She don't. She don't got a dingling. She's the real MVP. Right. I was surprised. <laughs> oh, wait till. Are we gonna talk about her? <laughs> Some more because I, you know, we I will in very... just a sec. We will actually in just a second. And shout okay. out to Meep. Poor Meep. We keep on talking about Meep in these damn episodes, but Meep, you're missed. Toss out a chicken head for Meep. They, they did him dirty. I know, right? And we'll get into Meep and, and my petite and everybody else in just a second. So let's, you know, let's. It's time for the big show. We're under the big top, and it's time to get into the recap of episode 405, which was titled "Pink Cupcakes," and it aired on November 5th, 2014. Here's the official synopsis of the episode: Stanley and Maggie hatch a plan to murder the freaks. Gloria hides the evidence of Dandy's gruesome new hobby. A health scare reveals Desiree may not be the oddity she once thought. So, since we've been talking about the episode now for about 20 minutes, I'm not going to ask for everyone's initial reactions. So let's just actually just dive into the episode. And we're going to start off with uh, Desiree and Del. We're going to get their sort of um, storylines out of the way first because it was sort of the most informative uh, storyline because we actually got a chance to get to know a little bit more about them and a lot of what Cat's Meow was saying turned out to be true so starting off their storyline we see Ethel uh, it's time for one of the shows it's sold out and uh, they can't find the strongman so she sends Jimmy to retrieve Dell and uh, basically Desiree tells him that Dell has run off and she won't be performing either. She says that she's uh, a bit tipsy. She's been drinking. She's been drinking. And so she tells <laughs> Jimmy that uh, 
you know, he is wrong about Dell, and, you know, they had a lot of great times together, and so Jimmy sits beside her and tells her, oh, Meep was the brave one, and he's dead because of me, and so he starts crying, and she comforts him, he leans in for a kiss, she kind of pushes him away, but then she rethinks it, and she's like, hell yeah, baby. Make me feel something, Jimmy. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was good. Uh, cats me out, yes. And so they begin to, they begin to hunch. Because I'm not even going to call that sex. Uh, we'll get in for the newbies here. We like to say hunch on they were seventh grading, like, <laughs> like they were like hunching, like they were in middle school. Yeah, that was like that, that was straight up hunching. The grassy junior Wait, high hunching. Hunch. <laughs> cats me out. You can explain it. Hunching is like, it's like nasty, like, it's like nasty, not necessarily white people sex, but white people do the most hunching. Foreplay. What? Foreplay. <laughs> like, no, like, it's just like, ugh, like, it's not even romantic. Like, if you didn't know any better, you thought that was real life, like, amateur. World what, is, what, what do you do? <laughs> what do you mean, what do you do? Like, there's Jonathan Perkins has the V-card. Oh, what? Wait, let me look it up on Wikipedia. Okay, you do that (laughs) as we continue on. And so they begin to hunch, and uh, as he starts getting his lobster hands near her precious, or I should say deep in that precious, they soon discover that she's bleeding. And so she's bleeding, it's bleeding like crazy, and so Ethel rushes Desiree Dupree to uh, the doctor that she knows, and Jimmy takes over being the MC. And so Ethel helps Desiree into, uh, you know, they're, they're there at the doctor's place, helps her into her gown, and uh, Desiree asks her to stay when the doctor arrives. Never, have, never having been to a doctor before, she gasps during the exam. Would you like to... Uh, would anybody like to volunteer to do one of, to do the gasp? <laughs> that, was, that was good enough. Should we vote to see if Jonathan Perkins or Cats Meow was better? Who was better? I was trying to do the Tina Turner like. <laughs> I think Cats Meow got that. Okay, Cats Meow, you win. Sorry, Jonathan Perkins. And that so makes me sad. We learn about Desiree. Her parents raised her as a boy. They named Desiree Derek until she was 12. The doctor explains that she does not have a penis, but an extremely enlarged clitoris. Kind of like the one that Cats Meow actually has in real life. And wrong we- or <laughs> wrong. Shade is real. Like Shade he could have been like he could have been like you know, anybody know who Big Dick Bitch is or T.S. and Madison? Girl, they supposed to do a video together with Brian Pumper. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, uh, wrong place, right wrong now. place. What? No, but like, I didn't, I mean, it, does, is it like, it must be really, really big for, for them to raise her as a male. Yeah. And apparently right? the bleeding was due to a miscarriage that she, I mean, she just had. And it was a 12 weeks uh, gestation. And, uh, yeah, so she's like, I can have a baby. And uh, so she she's, like, <laughs> thinking about having a baby. And the doctor's like, well, you need to hurry up because time is, uh, is running out, if you know what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> 
Yeah. No, what he's saying is your caves are drying up, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what he was bitch, saying. He was like, he said, either right now it's time to shit or get off the pot. Because yes. time is a ticking. Yes. Your happy pouch will be out of commission in a few years. <laughs> and then there's that. Later on, a drunken Dell. Well, actually, let's talk about where Dell has been, and we'll talk about why he's drunk. Is everybody ready to talk about Dell? Yes. Oh, I didn't know any better. I thought okay. Dell was an R. Kelly special. Yes. <laughs> and so he Del- up in the today. <laughs> Yeah, and so we've been looking for Dell. Everybody's been looking for Dell. Where is Dell? Dell ain't here. Where is Dell? Dell is at what do we want to call it? A gay club, gay bar. Gay bar underground. Holding the wall, literally. Down low. Yes. Where he's having a drink with an artist. Let's call him that. And the artist. His name is Andy. We will call him Andy. He That's says, his name, Andy. He says that a man offered to take him to the West Coast so that he can draw on the Santa Monica Pier and he can make $2 for his drawing. But then Dell dismisses it as an empty promise. And um, basically, Andy, he's making ends meet as a prostitute. He's a hooker. And uh, he, he's been sort of having a... I don't know if you want to call it a relationship with Dell. And Dell Del declares his love for Andy. And, you know, he wants to, to keep him here in town. He wants to take care of him. And he wants to buy him a place. And he doesn't want him to be with other men. And he wants him to stop hooking. And uh, Andy sort of brings him down to earth by telling him, You're married. And you always talk about your wife, and this is that or the other. And so Dell starts to break down, and Andy reminds Dell that he is, in fact, in his office. This is my office. This is my job. This is what I do. So Dell leaves, and so he he returns to the trailer. He's all drunk. Desiree tells him about her visit to the doctor, and that she wants to try for a baby. Ethel also told her that Dell's father was a lobster man, and uh, you know she put two and two together and everything. And Dell is Jimmy's father, and so he reacts badly, and she tells him that the marriage is over. Her suitcase is already packed and she's going to head to Ethel's caravan. And that's where she's going to be living from now on. Later on, Adele visits the same doctor who examined Desiree and who's examined uh, Ethel in the past. And Adele threatens him. He breaks his hands if he interferes with Desiree again. I'll get your family. Getcha, getcha, getcha. <laughs> so yeah, so let's discuss... The storyline of Desiree Dupree and Dell. And uh, do you think that Dell never heard? Uh, has he hasn't listened to the Akon song where he says, "They always say don't love a hoe." Maybe I don't know. We'll find out. It, it wasn't made yet. I know exactly. Well, if they're talking about Jim Morrison and uh, Life on Mars, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Anything can happen. So Prince, <laughs> since you're talking, what did you think of Desiree Dupree and Dell's storyline? Um, it was good to figure out, you know, what Angela Bassett's character story was because, you know, you expect for her, you know, being such a mainstream actress, I would guess, and you would think she'd have a bigger role and that we would have already known who her character was earlier. So, you know, it was good to finally, you know, see that she's, they're probably going to add her more into the story now that she's, you know, 
we got a little feel for her. Um, the relationship with Dale, Dale, I kind of already saw that. Remember, he, he was with a bearded woman before, and, you know, she supposedly had a penis. So, you know, I kind of already saw that whole, you know, him being gay thing coming into play. I just kind of was waiting for him to admit it. But I guess he already knew. I guess he was just, you know, being in the closet. Um, But I do like how, you know, his two exes at the moment are kind of, you know, getting along with each other. That kind of makes it, you know, it's kind of interesting because you kind of didn't wouldn't expect it. And, you know... You kind of just, I kind of just expected, you know, the situation to be all completely different than what it turned out to be. Like, I didn't see that coming into play. Like, him and, um, what's her name? Um, Angela Bassett? Desiree. Desiree. I didn't expect him and Desiree to break up. Like, that, I didn't see that coming anytime soon. But I guess, you know, coming to the conclusion that, you know, she's an all-female, I guess it makes sense. With, you know, him wanting to be gay and all. But yeah. um, that last part, that last whole scene with him breaking the arms, I just, breaking the hands, I just really didn't expect that because I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, you guys already kind of broke up and it's not a penis, so why can't she get it fixed? Like, why are you hating? He's bisexual. But she don't got a penis, so why are you hating? Just let her do no, her thing. No, I'm, I'm thinking he's bisexual. Maybe he, um, or maybe he just cares for her that much because it seems like from what Desiree was talking, express, she was expressing her love for him to Jimmy. And it seems like maybe they really do love each other. That's what I got uh, from that. Uh... I guess. I, I just saw it as maybe, you know what I mean, like maybe he did it just because he didn't want her to be happy or because, you know, homeboy already broke up with him, so he wasn't trying to lose her too. Like, that know, too. Double dump or something like that. Yeah. But I don't there know. you go. Cat's meow. What did you think of uh, Desiree not having a ding-a-ling? I was happy for her. Um, but it sucked because, like, she wants uh, a future with Dale. Lord, girl. I would have been, like, and rejoiced. I would have been like, hey, I I can get all these things done. I can have a family. I can have, I guess, a normal life. Like, that's awesome. And Dale, he ain't up to no good. And Prince was right. Like, I think he already lost somebody who he... Um, who who got him the way that he needed? Who Gitchy got him? Yeah, like <laughs> who understands? Like who understands who he is? But it's still weird. I think like he's just really controlling and manipulative, and I don't think he likes to see anyone do anything without him. Like I think he uses people, and hopefully in terms of meal tickets. And he just he doesn't want to not be included with something. So, girl, I thought I it was uh, was love got to do with it part two, like oh. Tina Strikes Back, because <laughs> I was just like, what the hell is going on? Like, I'm surprised like he hasn't hit her. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he seems like yeah. such an asshole, and he seems so like c- 
controlling. He does look like a woman beater. Yeah, but he like they've never shown him like actually like hitting, like grabbing. Yes, but like hitting, he hasn't. They haven't shown that. Like that was just unnecessary. Breaking that poor doctor's hands like that. That was just too much. And then he kept doing it, but. It was okay. I just, I guess I cared more about her storyline than his because I don't like him. He's an asshole. All right now, Deadly. Yeah, well, you know what? I think, you know, just how Prince loves him some, uh, some uh, twisty. I'm starting to like uh, the strong man. You know, I understand him. I mean, we, we got to sit back and think, man. So you like, like gay for pay bitches? <laughs> no, just he has strong, sensitive type. He's you know, it's just probably the way he was brought up. I mean, he's got to be the strong man and all this. But then he, he wants to express his sensitive side. But then he's still got the strong part that he just doesn't know how to control. So, I mean, he didn't hit Angela. But I did, you know, like Kitty said, I almost thought that that uh, that, that part two. What were you saying, Kitty? The What's up, got you Yeah, or the waiting to exhale. I, I, th- I, thought girl, I thought she was going to take all this stuff that, out of the trailer and burn it. Exactly. Burn this stuff. <laughs> like she was gonna burn all of his all of his weights and dumbbells and leotards. Yes, every she was she was she was reaching. She was bringing back all her characters in that. And then like Precious was gonna be uh, Loretta Devine's character. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Uh, I can yeah, hear her I'm, in that not, voice right not now. Not with that wig. <laughs> Fuck you! It was Remy. But yeah, Poppy, I was, um, I'm loving the backstories, just how they've been doing the last couple of weeks, getting to know more about these people and, uh, just excited to see where this leads to. But I think that the strong man just kind of, I think you guys are just being a little too hard on him, man. I think okay. you're acting like Drake. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That was shade. Miss Kitty. <laughs> Jonathan Perkins. Share yeah. with us. Desiree and Dell. Um, um, let's see. What did I think of? Because I wrote it down in my notes. Let me see. I love that you have notes. Yes, I have to take notes while I'm watching this show so I know exactly what to say. Shit. Um,. I I, 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 I said it before what I picked. Oh, what what was that? Okay. <laughs> oh, ooh, okay. Um, I I picked up that Desiree is really maybe they have the type of relationship where they're really they love each other, but they just happen to cheat on each other. But then you know she got a big ass clit, so like she probably needs it. He ain't giving it to her. He's not getting hard. You know, so she needs to get it from <laughs> from from other people, you know, but the way uh, Angela played it, it seems like Desiree really, really loves uh, Del a lot. Now, Del, I don't, you know, uh, Del asks is gay for pay now. <laughs> I I don't know what to what you to mean say. straight for straight for pay, straight for pay. Now I heard about that term too. I don't like that shit either. Damn it! Now, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to to stray from the topic, but I don't like it. But anywho, um, Wait, 
I'm just surprised. Uh, straight for pay, gay for no, pay. Pay for gay. Pay, pay for, for what? He's pay for gay. No, yeah, that's it. Pay for gay. He, he pays for gay. Well, you he pays for gay, like pay for pay for gay sex. Yeah, because he pays. Yeah, because he pays the twenty dollars for the alley, so he pays for gay. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I don't like that term either. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Hold the phone. Um, but I'm just I was really surprised that he fell in love with the hoe. And I was like, I, I couldn't believe I was like, this man this man is a delusional. You can't fall in love with a hoe. The Have you ever been in, in love with the hoe, Jonathan Perkins? Plenty. Oh my god. Now I don't like to refer to them as hoes. Just adult entertainers. You know, Gene Franco and Harry Lenz and uh, who else? There's some other ones. Rusty Stevens and, uh, you know, some of my few favorites. I like Sean, uh, Sean Diesel, Shane Diesel and uh, Lord have mercy, Jesus. Yeah. But anywho, um, uh, no, I've never personally, I've never dated anyone. So. Um, for me to talk about relationships, it's kind of, I'm just going to give you how I would want to be treated in a relationship. And that's about it. That's all I can give you. But, um, I, I have never been in love with the, you know, but they're only loyal to their money. And I'm glad that Andy dude was, um, let him know that because he's delusional. If he thinks he's going to fall in love with a hoe for real. No, it's just not going to happen. You know? Um, do any of you guys agree with what I'm saying? A little, but you know, Kanye fell in love with a hoe, so I Who? guess it's possible. Wait, hold <laughs> up! Wait, what did you say? Uh, a prince? I said it's possible Kanye fell in love with a hoe, so I guess Dale can fall in love with a hoe. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit flabbergasted at the notion that what you just said. I'm just gonna eat <laughs> these grapes over here, and I'm gonna let. Um, Poppy, continue on with the show. <laughs> All right, now <laughs> don't choke on the grapes. I won't, they're kind of bitter. Return those bitches tomorrow, okay? That sounds like something Cats Me Out would do. Cats Me Out, hell no, yeah, I you don't want never, it. I have never returned grapes. Don't <laughs> What? If you don't want it, you go and get your money back. Especially up here. Up here, here they're like $16. You know, they're like, what are they? $2.99 pounds? So they'd be ringing up like $12.15. Wow. Those are expensive grapes. And I... I Deadly would not be buying them. I work in a grocery store, so I know. I'm bookkeeper and head cashier, so I know this stuff. If you need my knowledge, I can help you out. Thank you, you for offering anything. your services. Jumping back into the actual show at hand. Okay, so we start off the episode um, with uh, a... a uh, it, it appears to be a formal gala. It's at the American Morbidity Museum's Night of Discovery. And uh, basically, you know, it, it's, it's all a fantasy. You know, we in this episode... It might have confused the fuck out of a lot of people, but there were a lot mm-hmm. of fantasies. I and was confused. There were a lot of fantasy things. We were getting into basically the mind of Stanley, and uh, 
we see that um, you know Stanley finds Elsa in her tent, and basically he's representing himself as a WBN television agent. Elsa's like, television? She finds distaste in television, and she thinks that there's glamour and fantasy in the cinema, and that's lost amidst commercials. So he exits, anticipating her act, and uh, we... Uh, we I'll include this because it, it, it sort of sets things up. We see Jimmy. He's practicing for his act. Maggie arrives. And basically he starts uh, reading his palm. And she says that there's a shadow of, a, of an upcoming man that will lie to him and make him false promises. He should leave immediately. He doesn't believe her. He tries to kiss her. She recoils. And so he wanders off after she rebuffs him. So Elsa... We see her at the, uh, you know, during the performance, she sings uh, Deadly's favorite song, Life on Mars, but the audience is restless, they're bored, and they soon begin pelting her with popcorn. Aww. So later on, Elsa summons Stanley to see her, and she wants to know about this television. Was that that good, Deadly? Very good. Thank you. And so we see Elsa. She's, you know, she's getting dressed to the nines. She's getting ready for her publicity photos for her television show. And, you know, you know, little Mappetite is there. She's, you know, doing the nails. And yes, be says She's so cute. She's so cute. I just love her. So anybody want to do a a Mappetite impression? Yes, Miss Elsa. (laughs) Thank you, (laughs) Mappetite. I love it. That was I love perfect. it a lot. Yes. And so she's shocked when Stanley leaves with the twins in his car. He presents the conjoined uh, twins with um, these uh, pink cupcakes. I have to say, pause for one second, those cupcakes looked fucking delicious. They did. Definitely did. Those were like the best cupcakes I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, if I'm... If- if I'm going to end my life, like, that's the cupcake I guess I'm going to eat. Like, there you, you know. go. And then, uh, Bet asks him, take it away, cat's meow. Did he bake those from scratch? <laughs> 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 she has exactly that. And, um, so she takes a bite, and, uh, you know, she starts chowing down, and then, you know, she starts foaming at the mouth, and then we see them in bed, and uh, basically, bed is dead, Dot is like, I can't, I can't, wait, do it, do it, uh, Cat's Meow. I can usually hear her thinking it hurts. (laughs) <laughs> something like something like that, <laughs> and then Stan Stanley's like, well, "How about a cupcake?" And then she's like, "I don't want a cupcake right now." And so he basically uh, suffocates her. And then we see that their their torso is at the American Morbidity Museum. And then Flash, all of that was just in his imagination and so we see the actual version which is uh, you know it seemed like bet was going to take the cupcake but you know dot was like no we're gonna she be on blocked her and she was like if we're gonna be tv stars we need to protect our figures figures figure bitch just because like i said you can sing some funky ass song girl i'm telling you i can't stand that fucking bitch oh <laughs> Good. Whoa, whoa, you're attacking my MVP. You better chill. <laughs> oh my god, girl. Mm. 
attacking my MVP. She just saved their goddamn lives, and you're gonna attack her? Oh, oh. You better keep your Fiona Apple cat's meow. Anyway, continuing on, Elsa and the Tattlers discuss Stanley's plans, and, you know, basically, you know, they're like, I'm gonna be on TV, we're gonna have the Tattler hour, and she's like, well, I'm gonna be on TV, I'm gonna have the Mars hour, and so then Elsa's like, I'm gonna be your new mentor, and uh, I have arranged for a seamstress to craft something beautiful for you, and so we're gonna go the ne tomorrow, so get some rest, go to bed early, so you we can get it, and Beth's all happy because she gets a new hat. And so, the next morning, Elsa drives the confused twins to a remote location. The location turns out to be the Mott Manor, and Elsa offers the twins to Gloria, as the Motts had offered before to take them in. So, let's talk all about Stanley, Elsa, and the twins. Uh, we'll start off with uh, the twins' number one fan... Cats meow. I don't know. I kind of feel bad that she was like, we're going to go here and now I'm going to offer you to this fucking crazy ass. Well, they don't know that he's crazy. The spoiled limp dick asshole. Like, I can't stand Danby. A man. I hate him. I can't stand him. Like, I just wish that like, he would trip on a rock or something and hit his head and fall on concussion. Like, it's just too Cold much sign. to watch him on scene. Like, it's too much. Is Dandy like, a gay for pay bitch? Ugh, no, he just, he's, uh, he's like, um, what's that man's name? Ted, not Ted Danson. The Ted other one. Ted Danson. <laughs> what is his name? Bundy. He's like Ted Charles Bundy. Manson. Like, because he's good looking and of course, like, he's going to appeal to, like, other gay guys. Like, he's not gay for pay. He's a fucking... I don't know what he is. He's just strange and he's he needs help and his mom needs to just, like... <sighs> but whatever. <laughs> the twins, like... I don't know. I was hoping that they would, they would, like, get killed, but I was really happy to find out that they didn't. Um, but, like, somebody got a check bet. And her naivete. Because Ooh. it's putting them in a lot of risky posi positions. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was a trip. Like, even though it was fantasy, I thought it was cool and kind of sad that Bet, not Bet, but Dot felt bad that Bet, she couldn't feel Bet. And she was scared. Like, I thought you was trying to, like, find a doctor to do that operation. Like, but you were scared, though, bitch. But you were scared when you couldn't feel your sister. How are you going to survive in the real world, girl? You're too busy, like, you're so used to playing left field. It's not even funny. Who's going to play your right? Oh, girl, <laughs> I like how you said that. I like that. Like, girl. but it was good. It was good. But I'm just, like, I want to see them do more besides, like, be melancholy and happy. Like, I don't know. All right, Prince. What did you think? Um, honestly, I was confused at first. Definitely, completely confused. All the little visions were had me all bugged out, and I'm trying to figure things out because it even started with like you know these visions. I'm thinking like you know, oh, are we in the present time? Like, did it switch around? But um, I find out that you know they're just fantasies. But um, I did love that. Like I said, that Dot 
once again, I go back and forth with the two Tatler twins all the time. But I, I love Dot this week because she wasn't naive. She didn't take the cupcake. She's like, you know what? If we're going to be on TV, yo, we got to worry about our figure. Like, we got to be able to look right. Like, we're not going to just go on there all bloated and shit. We got to have I one of those precious wigs. Yeah, like, they was like, we was about to be on point. We about to be on fleek. Like, on fleek right now. Like, put that cupcake down. So I love that, and then when you see the vid, even with the fantasy, like I loved Dot in the fantasy too, because like Casmiel said, when she realized that you know, Bet was gone and Bet had died, she was like devastated. Like, and before that, we see her talking about, "I'm gonna get all this money so I can sit there and get this operation." One of us has to, you know, have a happy life, but I think. Like, you know, that vision, it showed that she kind of realized she ain't going to have a happy life if she doesn't have her sister. Like, that's her partner in crime. That's her road dog. Like, that's her ride or die. From day one, A1. Like, she she got to pay attention to that. And hopefully, I feel like throughout the series, hopefully, like, she, you know, the two of them realize that, that they need each other. Because um, I would enjoy that. I know it's just to be horror story, but I'd enjoy that. Um, As for Dandy... <sighs> Why couldn't he have died? Why couldn't we have just kept Twisty? Why couldn't um, more whatever is um, more Drake more more Drake freaking take um, Dandy instead? Like really, I, he's just annoying me. I didn't understand why he stripped down to kill the dude. Like I thought at first, I was like, oh okay, he's being smart. He's not trying to get blood on his clothes because his mom done cussed him out earlier for killing the maid. So I'm like, all right smart thinking and then he showed up in the doorway of his house with the blood all over him still in his underwear and i was like are you serious bro so what's the fucking point of taking off your clothes why'd you do that why'd you get there like have the two of you and he sucks as a killer you saw how long it took him just to get rid of the dude like even after cutting off an arm like he's still like the dude was still alive. I'm like, you know what? Dandy needs to, he needs to die. He needs to die. Someone needs to kill him. I hope Precious comes and kills him. Um, I don't care how she does it. She can sit on him. She's she can do eat her him. voodoo shit. That's what I'm saying. She can eat him. She can do her voodoo shit. I don't care what she does as long as she gets rid of him. But I, I do see that she might bring the whole Precious thing. She might bring like some comicalness to it because the way she just kind of got off the phone. She's like, you're kind of making me feel uncomfortable. I got to go. Like, I thought that was hilarious. Right? I meant she was like, you're making me feel a little uncomfortable. We haven't haven't gotten there yet. Oh. Oh, my bad. (laughs) But, uh, you know, that whole mess, I hope it gets figured out. Between the sisters and, you know, Dandy, Danby, Dandy, whatever his name is. Little Fruit of the Looms boy. All right, Jonathan Perkins, what did you think of Elsa, Stanley, and the twins? Um, I, I felt, well, first I wanted to get this out of the way about those, um, pink cupcakes. I thought, I thought that Poppy would include in my introduction that my pink cupcakes are moist and delicious. No, because you call it your precious. I thought we threw up. Oh, child. And they all threw up. That was shade. <laughs> they all threw up. I said, no, I'm not going to say nothing else about it. Dudley, would not- you like to co- comment on Jonathan Perkins's pink cu- cupcakes? 
Well, most gourmet cupcakes I have are, are usually dry. They look good, but they dry. So that's all I'm saying. But mine are moist <laughs> and delicious. <laughs> I, but, oh, Deadly, when we get together, I'm going to cook for you. Damn it. I'm going to cook for all of you. Okay. <laughs> okay, I was about to say, put all of us in it because Deadly's husband, I don't want no drama. Oh, like, that's too much. Make sure you have oh, your hands. Make sure you have your wait, hands washed oh, when you cook. Wait, hold up. Now I wash my hands every time, but I don't cook in another chick's uh, uh, kitchen ever. I don't even want nobody cooking in my kitchen. Now I don't play that. You don't want to cook in Cat's Meow's kitchen? No, you come over to my house. We gonna cook in my kitchen. I don't believe in that because it's gonna look like I'm trying to take your man or something. I'm not trying to do that. You know. But anyway, let's talk about uh, Elsa. Yes, let's get away from your pink cupcakes. Yes, because they're moist and delicious. <laughs> Anywho, um, I felt really bad for Elsa. I felt bad for her. Them people was not playing. They started throwing that shit. I thought they was going to have uh, tomatoes and all that to throw at her. I was like, what did I write? Oh, wait, where are my notes at? Shit. <laughs> what did I write down? Because it was something that uh, that oh yeah, I was thinking that that guy that wants her to do the television. Now this is just me reaching once again. I was thinking that he set it up as a propaganda ploy to try to get her to shift and go and be on television. I'm thinking maybe he paid those people or maybe something. You know, uh, uh, what, what is it? You is think Stanley name? paid off the audience to boo her? Yes, to kind of force her to to take up the the television deal. You know, that's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe he maybe he did that shit. Because did they boo her the first time she uh, was there? Even the audience that first time? Yes, there was. No, oh, no, it was oh, no, it was, no, it was just Dandy and Gloria. Oh, okay. All right, all right. They didn't have enough hands to throw that much popcorn. I, I think she just sucked. Okay, because it's not, I mean, say what you want, but it's like that, I mean, I guess maybe back in the day they used to throw things at people, but if you're, it's your first time seeing a show, she wasn't that bad. Why would you throw all that popcorn? So that's what I got from that. Maybe the popcorn um, wasn't good. It wasn't moist and delicious. You know what? I could cook some popcorn, too. Um, She's just like you didn't have tomatoes. I know that. Could you imagine? Because getting hit with tomatoes. I, now, I've never been hit with a tomato myself, but I did watch that show Jackass, and it's a no party, honey. It's no party. I think that would have made the scene for me, though, if they threw tomatoes instead of popcorn. But, oh, oh. But, I mean, Jessica Ling probably didn't want them to do that. You know. But, um, uh, the uh bet and dot uh i was are they showing them dead throughout the series in that museum that was like his fantasy so that wasn't that wasn't real no no you know what? like when he was what's what's the the one that the psychic um maggie is what's her name Okay, yeah, Maggie Esmeralda. You remember when they were talking and he was talking about getting the tanks? Yes. That's that was real. Wait, that's what he was planning on doing with the tanks. It was like a vision of what he's gonna do with the tanks. Oh, he's child. gonna like, get them. 
and like you know kill them and put them in the tanks for observation oh i thought that shit was real oh <laughs> oh well okay uh oh uh, since it's not real i mean it wasn't like it was really happening to bet and dot so they're alive and well in the series yes what <laughs> we just you know, blew Jonathan Perkins' mind. You are because I'm sitting here and I'm watching the recap of the episode right now, and I, you know, oh my gosh, oh, I don't have nothing to say about Bet and Dot except um, I'm happy that uh, they're alive. Uh, you know, I like them a lot. Now, uh, <laughs> you want me to talk about DMD as well? No, we'll be chatting about him in a moment. Okay, good because I got a lot of stuff to say about him. All right, well, then I'm going to make sure you go first. But right now, Deadly, it's your turn. Talk to us about the twins, Stanley, your girl Elsa, and Pink Cupcakes, although not Jonathan Perkins's. <laughs> what? Well, you know, kind of like Jonathan, I was a little discombobulated because uh, and it could have been because my husband had his homies here and they kept on talking. I kept shushing them. Your husband and, has homies? Yeah, well, they were here for <laughs> the freak show watching party, but... They kept talking. You were not invited, Jonathan. Oh, well, I mean, you know, look, I'm not looking for a date or nothing. I'm just saying, you know, oh, oh, okay, all right. And we had pupusas, (laughs) not not pink cupcakes. How's your pupusa, huh? And uh, (laughs) we don't want to (laughs) know. I work out at the gym six days a week. (laughs) Okay, but anyway, you know that confused me. I even I even had asked Poppy. I was a little confused because I thought Bet and Dot were dead and. And so all that was confusing me. But now I know that it's just that crazy Stanley's mind playing tricks on him. And, uh, yes, I was kind of glad because I was like, no, Ben and Doc can't be dead yet, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, that would have, you know, that would have made me sad, you know. I was a little upset. And as far as my girl Elsa, I mean, you know, I love me some Elsa. She's usually my MVP. But, I mean, her... You know, her craving for the fame. Oh, shout out to Fame by, uh, uh, you heard the song they did Fame by David Bowie, right? You heard it in the background? Oh, I like oh yeah. yeah. I like yeah. that song. I love that song. She yeah. Got but, played. but her craving for fame just is like, just, you know, you know, she's, she's blind to, to everything else. And it's, it's kind of getting on my nerves because she's really like a weak character this year. She's really not that strong. And, and she's, you know, just doing anything for fame. And it's getting on my nerves because the Stanleys just got her all discombobulated, the too. The fame game. Yeah, man. And yeah, so, but you know what? She, I kind of feel like her characters are always kind of like that. They're the just characters little, they put on. They're they very just normally progress a strong persona. But I feel like they always are in, like, this yearning for something. Like, yearning to be the supreme or, you know, to remain the supreme. Yearning to have the baby in the next house because, you know, her child was dead. Like, I always kind of feel like she's always the needy character. But she's portrayed it in stronger mm-hmm. manners. This is probably That's the it. One. Oh, Prince nailed it. He Prince nailed it right there. That's exactly it. And this year, I think it's just bugging me that she's coming off you know the way she is just so well yeah that's bugging those cupcakes i'm sorry those cupcakes they look good but just like i told you every time i have those gourmet cupcakes they're dry it pisses me off they cost like five bucks a cupcake and they dry so so i don't think they they were good poppy oh jonathan perkins would rock your world though 
<laughs> yes. Oh my God. I made the Reese's cupcakes one day. They came out tasting like Drake's funny bones. Oh my God. They were good. What? <laughs> <laughs> I be baking. I be baking. I be baking. I be up in that kitchen getting. Oh, I tried to rhyme, but I couldn't do it. Shady. That was real. That was real shade because everybody was in silence. Like, uh, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna um, comment on that. Uh, yeah, no. But yes, I, I do. I I bake sometimes. I'm not really a baker, but I am a cook. I could throw down in that kitchen. Now I'm gonna put the pictures up on Facebook so y'all can see it. Sounds good. As you do that, let me give my opinion. Okay. okay. I actually felt bad for Elsa when she, as she was singing, and then she was looking around, and everybody was fidgeting, and then everyone looked bored, and everybody was yawning. And that then bitch she... got womp womped off stage when she was at Showtime at the Apollo. Like they were oh like, my God. and then she I looked. That whole dude was gonna sweep her ass off. And then she looked over at Ma Petite, and and what was Ma Petite thinking at that time? Cat's meow. Miss Elsa, you on your own. Like, she. Wait, my petite turned Asian? She's like, like a midget on a unicycle. Like, bitch. Don't look over here. Don't look over here. I cannot help you. You are drowning, and bitch, you ain't got a raft. Like, I'm telling you, she was looking at everybody. Elsa had nobody to blame but herself. I thought she was going to sing a new song, I thought she learned her lesson. Right. Like I thought, I really thought she learned her lesson. I thought she. Yeah, gonna I thought she was going to talk like, about Jim Morrison. All oh, these single ladies, all oh, these single ladies, now put your hands <laughs> up. Like I thought she was going to come out with some Beyonce. And she no, was she should have done S and M by Rihanna. She should have. She should have done like. She should have been like. She should have done a cockiness by Rihanna. Like that should have been cute in a German accent. But she had to go for <laughs> I don't know what the. Fuck or she, she could have done Rihanna by Stevie Nicks. No, 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 no. She should have done something else. And then she wouldn't have been booed off stage. Like, she should have done Justify My Love by fucking Madonna. Oh, that would have been good. That, exactly. Yeah. That would have been awesome. I'd be like, would, you, sure. would you have liked that, Deadly? You know, I love that song. I think Lenny Kravitz produced that song, by the way. But like, she did. Don't tell lies. Is their life on Mars, bitch. You got womp womped off stage. Is there life in your life? Because you ain't got none. They booed your ass. She should have done all about that bass. You saw all the all about that bass, about that bass. No trouble. Dancing backup. What? I said she should have done all about that bass and had Bat and Dot sing backup. Oh, that would have been nice. Exactly. Y'all was like, that was trying to, they trying to play your girl, Deadly. They trying to play your girl. It was a tough week for her. I'll give you that. <laughs> yes, we all agree. <laughs> so moving into the final storyline of the night, the big storyline that I think everybody wants to talk about, including Jonathan Perkins, because he was, he uh-huh. was emotionally disturbed by it. Oh, oh. I wasn't emotionally disturbed by it. Okay, hold on to the thought. Oh, okay. We're going to start off at the Mott Manor, and we see Gloria. She's calling out Fedora. She discovers the body. It's been laying out all night, blood everywhere. 
uh, you know, her mouth open, all that kind of stuff. Gloria instantly figures out it was Dandy, and he quickly admits that it was, but offers to help to clean it up. Disgusted, she sends him to his room as he smiles like the evil man that he is. So Gloria instructs the gardeners to dig a six-foot deep hole, despite her new garden requiring only 18 inches we all know that Jonathan Perkins knows about inches. Later on, Gloria reveals oh. that uh, <laughs> that uh, basically the whole family is filled with murderers, and it alludes that there's inbreeding and all this stuff, and that might be the source of the family's mental illness. You know, cousins marrying cousins, this, that, or the other. But she intends to find a safe way that he can indulge his violent impulses. So, later we see Dandy in his tidy whities working out in his playroom while he's basically talking about how he wants to be an actor. But uh, he realized that he has the potential to be the perfect murderer. You know, he, uh, you know, the twisty came into his life for that reason to teach him to be a murderer. And so he finds his way to a gay bar. And, you know, he sees on the wanted poster for the clown that he was dressed up as. And there he finds Del having a drink with the hooker. Once Del leaves, it's Dandy's cue to approach. He approaches Dandy, approaches Andy, and Andy explains his pricing structure to uh, Dandy. And uh, Dandy leads a skeptical Andy to the infamous bus, the bus of Twisty, and Dandy has paid Andy $100, and Dandy insists that he is not gay, and Dandy, in an effort to solve the situation, offers that they strip naked, facing away from each other. When Andy turns, Dandy is indeed clothed only in briefs and with Twisty's mask, which he still hasn't washed, and Dandy stabs and begins to dismember a still-living Andy, disposing of his limbs in a tub of acid. Andy awakes and, and begs for his death, but Dandy elects simply to continue sawing off Andy's limbs. Regina Ross, Dora's daughter, calls from the Barbizon, which kind of sounds like she's in the Amazon, and Gloria initially puts her off, saying that Dora's too busy to call. As they're about to hang up, Gloria asks Regina about her remembrances of Gloria as Dandy's mother, and Regina alludes to mostly, you know, being an absentee mother, and, um, you know, she's like, you know, tell my mama to call me, you know, we usually talk every week, and uh, she's like, basically, she's going to be too busy, call her back in a month, and uh, Regina becomes suspicious. So, let's all talk about Dandy, Gloria, Dora, Andy, and Regina. We'll start off with Jonathan Perkins, since he has a lot to say about Dandy. Hello, how's everyone doing tonight? I hope all is well. You've been um, here the whole night. What? <laughs> I I kind of sort of... I'm I'm here. I'm here. But I wanted to talk about Dandy and his tidy whities And he kind of reminds me of did the that, character... Did that moisten your pink cupcake? No, I mean, I, he did... He, I'm not going to lie. He did turn me on a little bit. He did. Now... <laughs> I'm not saying that. You know what? Okay, let's just talk about Dandy and his tidy whities Did it turn you on more than Deadly turns you on? That? How tall are you, Deadly? <laughs> I'm as tall as you want me to be. 
Ooh. 6'4". <laughs> 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 yeah. It doesn't matter when we laying in bed. We all the same size in bed. That's what, ooh, that's what Wendy Williams be saying. I don't know if it's true or not. Oh, my God. Oh, now I'm going to take the red eye out to, are you in LA he lives, right he now? He lives in the Barbizon. What's that? <laughs> I, yeah, where is that? I never heard of it. The Barbizon? It... Where is the Barbizon? I'll tell you right now. The Barbizon is uh, the Barbizon Secretary School, attended by Regina Ross, is uh, basically, back in the day, there was a Barbizon Hotel for women, and there's also a secretarial school, which was rented in the building's floors that housed the students. This is what the Wikipedia Uh says. And the location is known to have housed aspiring actresses, models, and authors. Oh, and who has attended this place? Deadly. Uh, oh, dead. Oh, deadly. Oh, how you doing? <laughs> oh yes. Now you know I don't want to be flirting with people. I don't want to be flirting with people's husbands and all that. I don't want to get chin checked or beat up or jump out in Danbury. But um, uh. I he his character is starting to remind me of that character from American Cycle, Patrick Bateman. That's what I got from him. Uh, you know, with all that exercise and everything, but he is nowhere in there. Uh, wh- what was the guy that played? What was his name that played uh, Patrick on that? Uh, Christian Bale. Woo! Lord have mercy, Jesus. Um, but um, uh. When he um um he he reminds me of that character, and when he um went to the gay bar to get someone to kill, I guess he knows his his he he's handsome. He knows he looks good. Um, he uh oh, I just lost my train of thought. Oh shit! Oh, it just it escaped me. <laughs> oh my god. Um, what do you call it? Um, when he killed, I thought that they were gonna because you know Andy is gay, and we all thought that Dandy might be a little fruity too. Um, but I thought that they was maybe they would have wrote Andy and Dandy working together as killers or something like that because of, and I only thought that because you know Andy Dandy, you know I just that's what I thought about that. Um. Uh. As for his mother still protecting him and she knows what he's capable of, I still think she, I think she might be his undoing. I think she might. I don't know. Um, you think she's a gay for pay bitch? No, I don't think she's gay for pay. I d- I'm just trying to figure them out. I'm trying to figure them out. We all know Dandy wants to be, he blames his mother for him being the way that he is. But you don't go off killing people because you've been sheltered your whole life. You, one day you're, you turn a certain age and you escape your parents' house. You go out and you live in the world. <coughs> yeah, he, but I he, think it was implied that Dandy's father was like a murderer too. Mm-hmm. Was he now? I was looking. I was looking at that. Now, was she married to her cousin, which would make his father, uh, 
His dunkle. His first cousin? His, uh, what? His dunkle. Uh-uh. Daddy uncle. Oh, it's a dunkle. That's why he's so disturbed. He's like, you know, that intergenie, you know, that intergenie intergenie that get them all what? Yeah, um, intergenie got them all tapped up in the head. Oh my god. But I was very and I was very disturbed by Andy's murder. Oh my god, they're really, you know, that was really gruesome. Did you have nightmares? It, no, I didn't. I watched it today. I watched right. it today. But okay. I was um It's much I was more safe actually, in the daylight. Yeah, but I was actually very much I was very much disturbed by that killing more than when Twisty killed that uh <sighs> that other boyfriend. Oh, who is oh. that gasping? Cat's meow. <laughs> Oh no, that was me gasping. Actually, for once, that was me gasping. Oh, um, I said twisty. These killings were less, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. As dramatic, oh. so you know. That's his homeboy. But I, I but I, I guess I could see where you're right because I didn't really understand where Danby got the acid to start. Like you me know, neither. And he started. He's like dis- dismembering the body and putting it in that um that that acid. Um, you know. It was very, very disturbing. And then the guy kept waking up. And he wasn't even dead. Yeah, and he, he's a terrible killer. Oh, that's why. See, that's why I don't like Danby. He's a terrible killer. He couldn't even get the job done the right way. Like, not once did you ever see Twisty's victims get up <laughs> and walk killed. around. He tried to rock away. Try to run away. Like, not ever walk it ever out. Yeah, but um. And Jonathan, uh, what about Gloria and, and her wig? Gloria in her in her wig. Pre- oh, I mean Regina in her wig. Sorry. Re- Regina, Gabby is is here. Yes, I'm happy now. I <laughs> when she was on that phone talking, I was like, why they got this girl acting all bougie on this show? That's the first thing that came to my mind that she was bougie. I just, why they let her hair look like this? Yeah, but she was looking like she was looking like like. Oh hey, my name is. Christine, how are you? Like, she was like very bougie. Um, but I'm glad about her introduction, even though it's very small. But also, um, I wanna, I can't wait to see what happens between her and Dandy because uh, apparently, you know, Dandy's mother, what's Dandy's mother's Gloria. name? Gloria. Gloria asked her about him. So you and think Dandy's was as a as a mother? You think Dandy's down with the swirl? No, no. I think, no. I think no. her daughter knows what kind of person Dandy is because that shit. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't start just out of the blue. Like that starts from childhood, and they say that a profile of a serial killer is that when they're children, they they um they kill like animals. Animals, they, yeah, yeah. They torture animals. So it's like I'm pretty sure this is something she saw coming, or that was weird. Because even like uh, Florida Evans, what was the maid's name in? Dora. There we go. Like I even she like Laura. even she said something. So I think she like I think they both realize what kind of like person Danby is, and also the fact that um they talk on the phone once a week. So I'm sure like her mom tells her everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I I can't I can't wait to see now that that she is here, uh, what's gonna happen? 
Cause now um, they had Patty LaBelle talking all that shit. She was revealing shit, but then he killed her off. So I can't wait to see. And hopefully, I hope they don't make her like his partner in crime or some bullshit or like that or whatever. Yeah, no. Deadly. That's all I wanted to say. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Deadly. Yeah. What did you think of the mutts and uh, and of course your favorite Regina? That's right. Well, you know, I saw Dandy and Andy thing coming from a mile away, man. I saw that coming as soon as he stepped foot in You think Stevie Wonder saw it coming? He saw that coming, too, because, I mean, as soon as he stepped foot up in there, I said, oh, we know what's going to happen. It was kind of like cruising. You ever see cruising? There was like a killer, killer loose, killing yeah. all the gays. Oh, yeah. with Al Pacino. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Do you remember that scene where that cop came out in nothing but like a, dra- a jack or a, a thong or something? Oh. And he flipped it. He slapped the shit out of that suspect. I've been looking for that man for years. I don't know where oh. he at, but oh, okay. I, he's dead. He's dead. What? He is. But you know, I gotta agree with Jonathan too about that killing. It was just too like gratuitous and just like you know, it was like a serial killer handbook. It was just he was giving us you know, telling us how to do it, how to cut the body, and you know, put it in the bathtub and this and that. And I was like, oh, man, that was just too much. And just like yeah. Prince said, and then he didn't even do it fast, so we had to just suffer through that damn thing. Yeah. Like, but uh, you know, my only question was about that whole thing, why he felt the need to undress to do it. I'm still yeah, yeah. on that. And why he, like, you know, he could have just easily stabbed him in the back, you know, when he yeah, killed him. Yeah, you know what? I back. didn't buy that. I didn't buy it because, first off, I don't think the prostitute Andy or nobody, just because we're, you know, prostitute ain't going to put his back to nobody. I just, I wasn't buying that whole scene. Exactly. Like, you're yeah. supposed to be on your toes. Exactly. And just, like, how, how, like, how well do you have it to the point where you'd like, oh, it's okay. I'm with a possible, like, prison who could, like, fucking kill me, chop my ass up, right. and leave me in, in the woods. In a creepy-ass bus in I'm the middle okay. of the woods. I can, like, yeah, and yeah, thank you, in the middle of the woods, but that's okay. I can just turn my back towards you because you're good-looking. Like, no, hold on. You need a reality check. First of all, ain't nobody, regardless of it being in the 50s or the goddamn 5,290 from AD, I don't give a fuck. If Shout someone... out to the 5,290s from AD. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? he paid you $100. You're, like, the biggest, your most expensive rate is 20 Why did he pay you four times the rate? Because, girl, he was going to get that money back. Mm. Oh, bam. 5,290s from the AD. cherry that sweet in the world to be paying four times the amount, especially if you ain't ever had it. Exactly. So you should have known that the jig was up. The The jig jig was was up. up. He offered you $100 and led you into the middle of the woods. Like my people say, Helen Keller could see it, feel it, touch it, (laughs) and taste it, and know that that situation was suspicious. And it wasn't okay to be in, and you knew that you should have. You sh- that was a situation you put yourself into. That was like a Rihanna Chris exactly. Brown situation. Mm. And the whole Dandy and his mom. You know Dandy and his mom. You know what it reminded me of? Poppy a little bit of the Bates Psycho. Motel. Psycho. Yeah, a little Bates Motel. Yeah, yeah it's like there. a mix in between. Mm-hmm. Like, but I feel like mm-hmm. he doesn't love his mom, so it's a little mm-hmm. bit different. Like he doesn't love his mom, especially the way that he came in. Like I think he gets off. 
like torturing his mom because his mom's willing to work with him and i'm sorry about it but there ain't a whole lot of moms out there who are willing to accept flaws and all like i don't know murdering people see see that's I another point right there cat's out. meow that's a point right there i don't get because all right she said that she didn't really raise him that that patty the maid kind of raised him so i don't think he would have killed patty like that to tell you the truth I feel like he doesn't care though. He doesn't care either way. Like but what happened I feel to- like she was like she was telling the truth. You got shitty draws and you an asshole. And he didn't want to hear that. Nobody wouldn't hear that they're an asshole and they got shit stains. Nobody wants to hear that shit. Shitty fruit of the loom, white draws. Shitty mm-hmm. draws. Like nobody wants to hear <laughs> You love that Jonathan that. Perkins. And he probably but felt I, embarrassed. I was a little moved. No, but see he what I think felt embarrassed and he, he cut her. But how you guys said it, like, the the maid raised him or, you know, how it should have been different because the maids raised him and his mother didn't raise him. How I saw it was... Well, you got to remember, he's, he said that the nannies raised the nannies. him. And technically, Dora is, like, let's call her the head maid. So the nannies, and that the nannies kept on quitting. Because oh, okay. Dandy, she, yeah. Dandy kept on biting them. She's oh, okay. the mammy. She's but the mammy. We don't talk back like that anymore, Jonathan Perkins. Y'all don't. Oh, they don't say "mammy" on the air anymore. Oh, okay. Uh, so I like the fact <laughs> that you know, in the back in the fifties, like you know, not all that medical, you know, medications and stuff were prescribed for you know certain disorders, and they weren't diagnosed. So, so um, you know, like I see it more as the sense of maybe him and his father had a disorder. And that's just what it was. You know what I mean? Like, maybe, like, they just were never medically, you know... You mean, like, it's genetic? Yeah, because, like I said, the mother had said something about the father before and how she had to Mm. fix the problems for the father, too. Maybe it was genetics and, you know, they just... Wait, she said that? She said she had to fix the father? No, she said something to just that the father basically killed people as well. Yeah, But she didn't say to cover up for him, too. Yeah, oh, like so I just cover up cool. for your father too. This isn't the first time. Like you know, you're becoming a problem, a nuisance type thing. So my thing is maybe it was a genetic disorder on the father's side, maybe. And you know, back in the day, they just didn't have the right medication or diagnosis for what they were going through. Oh yeah, maybe back in the day, maybe he's like bipolar. Like maybe he's like schizophrenic and bipolar, and you know. Maybe, but it doesn't. They all. She also mentioned like inbreeding and stuff, and that doesn't. Um, that, that doesn't end too well. Like you got web feet, fucking uh, cleft lip, and 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 fucking three suicidal. heads. Exactly. Like. And he still drinks from a baby bottle. That's his mom's doing. I feel like that's his mom's doing though, because I feel like maybe she has guilt of not being there when she should have been. So now she's trying to like make up for lost time. But girl, the cat's in the yeah. pit with a silver spoon. Bye. Like. Yeah. When you come home, son. I don't know when because I'm too busy murdering vagrants. Yeah, and, like I, oh, I, I, I saw that shit. I saw that shit when y'all pointed that shit out about him sucking that whiskey out the bottle or whatever he was doing. If I was his mother and saw that shit, I would slap that shit right out his fucking mouth. Like, bitch, don't put it back in your mouth again. Do it. I dare you to. One last thing. I'm happy to see Precious back. That's my girl. And you I'm like calling her it, a lot? Yeah, and I'm calling it now. She's getting MVP. Maybe in a couple weeks. Oh my! Yeah. <laughs> you're, so you're you're getting your little Maggie Esmeralda on. Yes. <laughs> I like that. Although I am still stuck on the five 
what was it, 5,290 of the AD? (laughs) That was good. Like year 5,290. Of the AD, gotta love it. Prince Rico Suave, share with us your thoughts on Dandy, although you shared a little bit. I kind of feel like I already what about What about Regina? Regina, um, I don't know why they did that to that girl. I don't know why they always do this to this girl. I don't know why they was going to make her look a hot-ass mess every time they put her ass on the camera. Not all the time. Like, you know, later on, they kind of let her fix herself. But always, the first thing you see is this girl. What about when she was time... playing with her beef curtains in front of the, the Minotaur? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, she looked like a hot mess when she first came on to that, that season as well. You know, she she you know she, she did her thing later on and fixed herself. But, you know, she always Jonathan comes Perkins. in like a hot-ass mess. Jonathan yes? Perkins, do you know about beef curtains? No, I'm looking that up right now. <laughs> I, I already <laughs> guess. On Wikipedia, on Wikipedia, I looked up, I looked up Hunch, but Hunch, uh, Hunch doesn't seem so bad, girl. Now, be curtains. Beef curtains. Oh, now, nothing, man. nothing is coming up about beef curtains. Oh, wait, oh. It says, um. it's a... Oh, it's a final level in some video game. Let me put his sex act. <laughs> While you're looking for that, look up uh, Blue Waffle as well. Don't, Blue oh Waffle? Why would you do that to him? Blue Waffles. Yeah, oh continue on Jonathan Perkins. I mean, continue on Prince Rico Suave. <laughs> is it? Is it? Um, is it a a sex act? Uh, or just type it in? The- no, they're type just the- loose the- pussy lips. That's what type- these curtains no, are. Type it in. Yes, type- it is. Type it in and click images. And then th- I'm sorry. Um, so back on to what we were saying. Um, yeah, I just felt like they did Regina dirty. I, I feel like, ah! you know. But I feel like she's funny. Oops. I feel Jonathan like Perkins <laughs> agrees that, that Regina was done dirty. Oh, my God. I, oh, my God. Oh, y'all. Are, ooh. <laughs> y'all are. Y'all are dead um, wrong. Y'all are dead wrong. Oh, my God. They. I'm looking at this man he had it in his penis. Oh my god. <laughs> Thankfully Jonathan Burgess is getting distorted because I think we're getting a play by play. Thank God. <laughs> I thought it was Oh man! But yeah, I think she's gonna be a good adaption to the show. I think she's gonna bring a little bit of humor, just like Patty Labelle's character did. Because I don't think she's gonna take shit. And we need. Yeah, but who's who's gonna who's gonna get dandy first? My bet is the strong man. Or or is Regina gonna die? Mm, Who's gonna get him first? Or maybe Regina might kill Dandy. Oh, I don't know who's gonna get Dandy first. Either Re- maybe she Regina might come or back strong... French because her mom. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it could be Regina the strong man or the twins because you know. Oh, the twins are up in there now too. Okay. Mm-hmm. You no, know, you never know. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Dandy is gonna get himself. Or maybe Ooh, Twisty okay. might come back and get him. Yeah. And be like, nigga, that's yeah. not how I did it. That's not how I wanted it done. Now I'm gonna come back and do it the right way. And look, start with your ass. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, right you know. now. Come on, it's twisty. Come on, like, 
Twisty's his like you know mentor. Maybe Twisty might just come back and be like, you know what, you wasn't doing what I was trying to do, so I'm gonna have to kill you. Miss oh Kitty, God. what do you think about uh, the Mots as well as Regina? And let's try not to talk about pink cupcakes, blue waffles, or beef curtains. Miss Kitty, oh that's not the, um. the most disturbed meal ever. <laughs> I don't, I don't like the Mots. Like, I don't like them. I don't like that. I think I like, I said enough about them to the point like, ugh, just, ugh, whatever. I'm done with them. Mm-hmm. Um, what about your there's sister? Somebody else. Oh, my, oh, oh, you mean she, the, the, the girl that was rocking the Remy. I have to agree with Prince. They always be the having Remy Gabby, Ma? they be having look, they be having Gabby look like she shop at Lane Bryant and she shop at like just, Dollar Tree. I don't know, like a, <laughs> <Dollar> like <laughs> a, the swap meet or something like that. They always got her in like four way stretch fabric or some shit like that. Like she, they don't ever have her look in her best. Like they look like they always Never. make it look like she always got her good wig on. Like it's just too much. Like I don't like know. She borrow the wig from oh, Viola guys. Davis. On exactly. It looked murder. like she got her grandma's wig on, and and it's literally just yeah. sitting on top of her head, like. She not her braid. Her hair her is wig not looks like the, her wig looks like the hair Rose used to have on two two seven. I think you guys are breaking up. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're trapped in the beef curtains. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I can't. I can't. Uh, Jonathan Perkins, you're too much for us tonight. Oh my god. Um. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Something happened. I was listening to Beyonce for like five seconds. <laughs> what? <laughs> She's on the show tonight, so that's why. Beyonce? Okay, so oh no, no, no. So let's I'm jump. I'm about to pee myself. I can't. <laughs> let's jump into back into it. Uh, Regina's hair looks like pearls from Two Two Seven. Y'all remember Pearl the Granny? Y'all are so um, no, but I'm sure. I'm just gonna say yeah because she uh, doesn't have uh, a shake and go wig because obviously her daughter <laughs> did not. So I don't know. Like I can't wait to see what she adds, but hopefully she adds something good because, like I said, um, I want more to happen. And Dan B is just getting on my nerves. Like it's just too much. Like either figure out what the hell you gonna do. It's hard to tell what kind of character he is if he's playing more of a. Um, a Norman Bates, or is he playing more like uh, Patrick Bateman? It's so weird, but we'll see. I, I have more, like, I can't wait till next week's episode. Maybe it's a mix of two, of the two. Putting two characters together and having a guy act them out. Mm. You know. You know, there's some people that could pull it off, you know. But, uh, I know when I act, sometimes I... Oh, wait, I shouldn't say that. Okay, and uh, I am very interested in seeing what's going to happen with the Mots. I have no clue, because I don't know how this thing is going to end with Dandy, but it's interesting, certainly disturbing, and uh, Gloria is just too much for everyone. As far as Regina, I can't wait to see what Gabby does on the series. Is she just going to be someone that's going to die at Dandy's hands? Is she going to discover the truth? Is she going to put a stop to it? I don't know, but I'm very interested in seeing what the hell is going to happen. 
So, uh, on that note, any final thoughts on this week's episode? Um, it was kind of, it was actually pretty good. It was pretty good. I, I actually thought it was going to crap. I, I thought it was going to be, sorry, I thought it was going to be crap because, you know, my character is gone. But, you know what, it kept me drawn and you know what, it's still giving you light on everybody. Yeah, just keep up with the backstories. I want more backstories, maybe a pepper backstory. And, uh... We need to find yeah. out why she loves meatloaf. Yeah, we got to find that out. I want and uh, yeah, and we need to dig why into the aliens why are... the aliens and why meat? Why why is uh, lobster so infatuated with meat? He loves meat. <laughs> he took yeah. meat's death so hard. Any other final words, Jonathan Perkins? Sure, it is. Uh, oh, I'm just I'm hoping. Uh, this um, season is actually starting to um, to grip me a little bit, so I, I'm actually. Do you like to be gripped? To next... Gripped, child. I had a man that manhandled me one day. Woo. He didn't know that I like that type of shit, but he knew oh, that yeah. day. What? Catch me out. Say this. Um. <laughs> <laughs> John Perk, like you, just too much. Like I can't top that. But no, for real, like and bring on the, bring on some more storylines. Like I want to hurry up and see this Pepper thing. I want to see because we're just dealing with a lot of stories right now, and we don't have too much. And like I said, I hate when they pile everything that uh, I guess the recap of everybody all in like ten minutes. So, please tell us Elsa's purpose, because I'm getting tired of this. Uh, am I too I, old for the spotlight? Bitch, you've been old. Like, fame. I had a quick question, though. I want to like, live forever. Is, it, is, is everyone feeling the same way as me with this season? Like, it's just, it's harder to just, like, it's good. Like, the story is good, but it's harder to, like, you know, just be, like, I want to see it. I got to see this episode. I got to see this episode like it was the other seasons. No, I still got to see the episodes. Like, I just feel like I'm just like, if I miss an episode, I could like, oh, okay, I could watch an on demand. But like before the other seasons, like I was just like, I couldn't miss an episode. Hmm. But I feel like I'm more excited about what's going to happen later on in the season. Like that's what they're making me more excited for is like what they keep telling us is going to happen. Yeah, I can I can like, see a little bit of that. Certainly, uh, I, I'm very excited about the future, but I'm, I'm content with what's going on. Like Jim Morrison. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's just me. Maybe. Although um, Jonathan Perkins didn't like the season in the beginning, and so now he's starting to like it. His uh, his cupcakes are getting moist. What, Poppy? Now you wasn't supposed to say that to the listener. Listeners, don't listen to what I just said. I didn't want the I didn't want I didn't want the listeners to hear what how I felt. Now I'm gonna have to be real. (laughs) Do you know how hard it is to be real these days? Damn it. J Lo has a song all about it. What is it called? I'm real. Oh, yes. I've been jamming to that in the gym. I'm real, Since but not the remix. 1999. Yes. Well, isn't that off the album on the six? 
No, it's the one Play. with Ja Rule on the remix. No, but that's from the album. The album is on the six. That's Play. where that track is from. Play. Uh, I believe. Now, she's on the six. No, I it's think called J-Lo. I think the York. album is J-Lo. Huh? On the six is the first one. It, this yes. one is just called J-Lo. Oh, but look, I'm looking up, looking it up right now. Now, I'm going to let you know. You better that wiki I'm, it. I'm Real is off the album. Uh, uh, oh, 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 okay, forget like it. J-Lo. Uh, it's not on that album. It, yeah, it is on J-Lo, Poppy. I wanted to say thank you for shouting. Um, let me know that. Thank you. You're welcome. Because I thought I was about to give you those receipts, but I wasn't. Uh, you can yeah, keep no. the receipts. Yeah, I'm gonna keep them. I'm gonna keep them and shred them so that people don't know that a bitch made a mistake. All right, let me just uh, get out of this Wikipedia very quick. Um, yes. And now, on that note. On what note? <laughs> I'm gonna end this episode by <laughs> well, uh, Prince. Can you read that quote? Because I was gonna read it for you, but since you're here, you might as well read it. Which one? The, the last thing that you typed in the chat room, and we'll end the show with this. <laughs> Sometimes I don't know if we're talking about porn or American Horror Story. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it should be. So join us next time for a brand new installment of Are You Afraid? Freak Show. You can download this episode and many more by visiting poppychuloradio.com forward slash archives. Registered users will gain access to the Poppy Chulo Radio archives of previously aired broadcasts. Please like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash PCR Are You Afraid? You can also like Poppy Chulo Radio on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash Poppy Chulo Radio. You can email us with any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns at contact at poppychuloradio.com. Co-hosts Especially you, Jonathan Perkins. Will you wish the yeah. listeners a good night? Good night, I, guys. I would like to say good night, and I want everyone out there to enjoy your moist, pink, and delicious cupcakes tonight. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, from, me, from me to you. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Okay, John, Jonathan Perkin, like, you're just too much. I think you okay. have some, some strong J in your life. Strong J? What is that? Has anyone you ever seen never had Boomerang? a pussy like this. Oh, my God. Strong J. Oh, I haven't seen Boomerang in years. Oh. Girl. But I, I, why, do you guys think I talk about sex too much? Maybe I should lay off. <laughs> Oh my god, no. The sex is that that's just everybody in our group and this show in general. This show it's kinda hard not to talk about sex. I just get confused on what we're <laughs> Sometimes I have to but let girl. you guys know. Oh uh, hello, can you hear me? Yes. Oh, something happened. I I got confused. Did you hear Beyonce again? <laughs> No, I did not, because, well, you, as you guys know, I'm on my PlayStation Vita, and I was listening to Beyonce, uh, Beyonce's album, Beyonce, and I was listening to um, uh, No Angel before the call came in, and that was that's the song that was playing it. Now, I could sing it for you. No, thank you. I Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Join us every Monday at 10 p.m. <laughs> Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific for a brand new installment of Are You Afraid Freak Show. Good night, everyone. Oh. Good night.
We were still, we were still on the air. We were still on the air. Oh my god, I am so embarrassed. Jonathan Perkins, you are everything. Calm down. I thought we were finished. Oh, child. Shout out to Beyonce. Wait, we're off the air now. <laughs>